Welcome to the Poultry Health Today podcast, where we talk all health, all the time. Here, engaging interviews with today's leading industry experts. Hosted by Poultry Health Today editors, podcast episodes highlight the latest ideas, insights, and advice to improve poultry health, welfare, performance, and food safety. Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Dr. Callan Cookson. He's a veterinarian at Zoetis. Great to see you, Callan. Good to see you, Joe. Uh, We're going to talk today about infectious bronchitis, but it seems like every time I have this discussion, I'm reminded of that board game I used to play as a kid. It was called Game of the States. And because when we talk about infectious bronchitis, we're talking about Connecticut, Massachusetts, Arkansas, Georgia 08, 98, 13, and now there's a new one, Delmarva 1639. Uh, We're kind of all over the map. And uh, sometimes all these, with all these serotypes uh, circulating, it's got to be a little confusing. How do you know which ones you have on your farm? Good question, Joe. Um, luckily, we have more tools available to us now than we've ever had. Um, so we've got traditional virus isolation. But more so today, people are using direct PCR to uh, define what their birds are getting exposed to. And uh, that's been a real asset to the industry. And so basically people can do surveys at strategic times of the year, usually before the next winter season to get an idea of what's in general circulation in their birds. Obviously you're gonna pick up some vaccine strains, um, but you know, usually we're going to, to find some wild type viruses as well. And DMV 1639 is a good example. We don't have a vaccine, a commercial vaccine for that right now. So if we recover that, we know that's a wild type virus. Is there a pattern, Kalen? I mean, what are the most prevalent ones that we see out there? Yeah, I would say uh, DMV 1639 has really uh, established itself as a predominant type uh, in the broiler industry. Uh, some would even say uh, it's starting to uh, rear its head in the in the commercial layer industry, but predominantly in the broiler industry. It was actually first isolated in Pennsylvania, which is kind of a melting pot for a lot of uh, viruses to uh, kind of get started. Uh, but it really established itself in Delmarva, and then from there it spread very quickly to much of the broiler uh, belt, as we call it. With all the different serotypes circulating out there and with all the different vaccines available, how does one begin to plan a vaccination program? You want to really, you want to make sure the most prevalent strains that your birds are being exposed to are uh, are being represented in your vaccine program. That is, you if you have a good sense for what is the best combination of vaccines against your most prevalent serotype, that's a good starting point. And then, you know, what other serotypes uh, might you have in, in circulation in a given complex? For example, do you have Arkansas? Do you have some Georgia 98, uh, Delaware 072, um, Georgia 08? And, uh, and so based on that information, you'll, uh, you'll come up with usually two or three different serotypes that you'll have in your program. So there are the baseline serotypes that you can always depend on? The bottom line is Massachusetts is 
uh, a good basic starting block for most programs. And, and then you, uh, you get more specific with your other serotypes that you can add in with it. What we're discovering about Massachusetts is there's not a lot of ambiguity um, in the bird's immune response to it. So they recognize that serotype very readily. They respond to it very well and, and consistently. So you get good uh, take with the vaccine and you get good clearance, which is usually a very good thing. And you use the word take to describe the vaccine uh, or the uptake of the vaccine. Could you, just for the benefit of our viewers, uh, just define exactly what that means and why it's so important? Essentially, it's uh, when you apply, let's say, for example, day of age spray vaccination of bronchitis vaccine, you want to um, you want to be able to be assured that each bird has responded to that vaccine. So they saw it and uh, got infected by that vaccine so they, they can mount an immune response to it. And this, this goes back to the tools that we have available today. Uh, direct PCR is a great tool for not only measuring the percentage of birds that take to a vaccine that's applied, but uh, what qualitative type of response, how much viral replication of that vaccine took place. And so we're normally testing either the trachea, which is the target organ of the virus, or the coinal cleft. If you do swabs, you can also uh, measure takes in that area. The very first uh, broiler study that we did with uh, bronchitis vaccination and challenge, we did do eye drop um, um, to make sure number one, that every bird got a full dose, but number two, because we had several different vaccine combinations that we were studying and we were a little bit uh, afraid of cross-contamination of our treatment groups. What we have found since then is we've come up with a protocol that really diminishes the potential for that cross-contamination. Uh, uh, cross so the first study, um, for example, we looked at various combinations of uh, Georgia 08 with other serotypes, compared that to Massachusetts by itself and challenge with 1639. And we found that Massachusetts and Georgia 98 both complemented Georgia 08 um, response so that uh, we, we saw uh, actually an increase in, in cross-protection against 1639. Now, the real focus of this, of course, was 1639. And you were pulling together these different combinations in your latest study that involves spray vac vaccination. Was there a clear winner? I, I would say there was a winner. I, it wasn't uh, it wasn't completely clear uh, because we look in different ways. We okay. I mentioned the the target organ is the trachea, and that's where we the rubber meets the road when we evaluate our studies. So we look at the histological damage from the challenge virus of the different treatment groups. That's one way we assess relative protection, and we look at the viral load. So this direct PCR test how much of the challenge virus is replicating after challenge, how much is the vaccine limiting that replication. So uh, when we look at both of those, you know, we, we, what we saw in, in the first study was uh, in one case, one way of evaluating Georgia 98 was slightly better 
than Massachusetts with the 08 in combination. But when we looked at viral replication, Massachusetts stood out better, uh, limited replication more. What would be the takeaway messages? What would you share with veterinarians and producers? One of the takeaways, when we looked at the bivalent combinations, is that uh, all things being equal, I would generally recommend a Massachusetts plus a Georgia 08 as a combination for a 1639 challenge environment. Um, if you have a lot of Delaware 072 or Georgia 98 challenge, um, and you don't want to go to trivalent, then then you might go to uh, a Georgia 98, Georgia 08 combination program. However, that kind of sets up uh, the other part of the study. It was the first time we looked at a combination of all three serotypes. So we had Massachusetts, Georgia 98, and Georgia 08 in combination compared to those bivalent um, combinations. And it was head and shoulders more protective on both indices, on both histological protection of the tracheas and on shutting down viral uh, viral infection uh, of the tracheas and, and shedding in the tracheas. So that was the other major message of, of that study is that the trivalent combination. So if you're in a really high challenge uh, uh, 1639 environment, then uh, the trivalent would be um, the, the better alternative, especially if you're on a, say a mass 08 program and you're still having a little bit of challenge that uh, it's not addressing. Thanks for listening to the Poultry Health Today podcast. To get the latest news and interviews delivered to your inbox twice a week, subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting poultryhealthtoday.com join.